This is episode nine of the Solar Experience podcast. Five minute tip Friday. Should I get a battery with my solar system? Welcome to the Solar Experience podcast. We care about the homeowner who is looking to make the switch to solar energy. We believe in a fully informed consumer where the homeowner has all the knowledge and information to make a proper educated decision. We are dedicated to serving the consumer with all they need to make the best choice for their family when making a switch to solar. Whether it be a PPA, lease, purchase, hero, or many of the other options, we want the consumer to know the differences and make the right decision for their home. So grab a pen and paper and let's get started. Hey everyone, I'm pumped to be here again for another 5-Minute Tip Friday. This one is a question I get quite a bit just because the Tesla Powerwall was announced last year. Um, And a few other battery backup systems have been around for quite a few years. So people feel that if they get a solar system, they need a battery backup. So the question I always ask them is, would you still get it if you never got an ROI? Because say you live in an area where you don't get a lot of blackouts. It's not going to benefit you tremendously. If you're on a net metering system, it's not going to benefit you tremendously because you want the power to go back into the grid so then later on you can either reuse it or buy it back because the battery backup only stores so much power. So once that power is filled, then it does nothing and then the extra goes into the grid but you're not going to get paid back for what's in the battery. So people that live out in Palm Springs, 29 Palms, some areas of Victorville, Alpha Valley where they have quite a few blackouts then it would benefit you because when the power went out, then your battery backup system will kick in. Now, depending on which battery backup system you have, some of them don't kick on automatically. Some of them are a little bit more expensive than the others. So let's say the Tesla Powerwall, that's about $3,000, but that will kick on the second the power goes out. So that way you don't have a gap in electricity. Unlike other batteries, um, say you have a gas generator as a backup, you have to go wheel it out, connect it, put the gas in, turn it on. And then there's other ones that have switches where you have to, um, like there's uh, different backups to where you can put, they they look like uh, car batteries. And you can link that into your system. um, But you wheel that out, plug it in, turn it on. Um, So there's different different options for which one you go with. Um, The Tesla Powerwall just happens to be my favorite because it's the best looking. It just mounts to the wall. You don't have to wheel it out anywhere automatically kicks on automatically charges so it's a pretty sweet deal the downside to the other battery backup such as like the ones that look like the car batteries is there are a lot of counties that will restrict them due to a fire code because over the past few years since they've been out uh, a lot of them will overheat and then when they overheat they catch fire and then they burn down a house so a lot of fire restrictions are for um, out there for that reason There's ways to get around it, so I forgot the rules, but I think you have to have it 70 feet from the house, has to be underground in a cellar, and so it gets quite expensive to where now you can just get a battery and put it up on the wall. The other types that you can have is, say you're on a time of use rate, and at night they charge you a little bit more, or you're using a different amount of power. Um, There's a different battery backup, which is a power wall, but they sell a 7 kilowatt and a 10 kilowatt. Um, But the other one is you can use the power from the battery at night. So during the day, the panels will, their solar panels will give you electricity to your house and also charge your battery. So then at night, when you need that power, 
then the battery kicks in because obviously the panels aren't working at nighttime since there's no sun. Um, and then you use the battery power at night. But the downside to that is it's limited to what you can use it for. So they don't want you uh, using an electric uh, dishwasher, uh, dryer, uh, different uh, different stuff like that, like air conditioning, because it uses up a lot of power. It's mainly used to keep lights on watch some TV, charge some devices, and keep your refrigerator running because it's only a certain size. So say like a 7 kilowatt isn't going to last you if you're going to be running a bunch of high usage electric. So say you have an electric heater, that's going to drain the battery quicker than anything that you have. So there's different considerations to think about when looking into a battery. If you live in an area where you get a lot of blackouts, it might benefit you. If you just want it um, to put on your house for the one, two, three times a year that the power goes out, then that's all up to you. But they run roughly $3,000 and up. So, I mean, it's quite a bit of an investment uh, that you have to justify if you never even use it. Plus, they go out at around 10 years or so. So, if you get it for 10 years and it uses and you use it maybe five, 10 times, it, I mean, to me, it's, it's not a financial um, benefit. But some people really like it. Some people really benefit from it, depending on where you live. Until next time, thank you guys. See ya. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Solar Experience Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you liked it, please leave a review and let me know what you liked. And that way it helps us in the uh, iTunes ratings. Also, you can follow me at Twitter at Justin Osmer. My email, info at Justin Osmer. Snapchat, Justin Osmer. Instagram, Solar Experience Facebook, Solar Experience, and also go to my website, justinosmer.com, if you want to get a hold of me.